Missed any of our weekend's ONM Live coverage? Search ONM Live wherever you get your podcast from and never miss a second of the action. Uh, for those that haven't played along before, I'm going to read a set of statements with the panel to name a score between 0 and 10. 0 being strongly disagree, 10 being strongly agree. And you cannot make comment till the end of the segment. Round 10, split round uh, edition 1. The Aubrey Tigers versus Yarrawonga is the biggest and the best rivalry in the SSNA Ovens and Murray. 5. 7. 6. Howe versus Isaac Muller will be the best ruck duel of the season on Showcase today. 3. 5. 6. Fence a freak. Fletcher Carroll makes his Sandful debut today. Fletch deserves more credit than what he has been getting for sticking it out and not taking the easy route and coming home mid-season. Following nine reserves games, many would have spat the dummy and come back home. One. One. Four. Aubrey were foolish for challenging the two-week ban on Michael Duncan for his late clash with Macca Hallows. They should have taken the one-week early guilty plea as Tom Johnson did a week earlier. One. Two. Zero. Following yet another shock loss to a side that won't play finals, the Rovers are now officially out of the race to finish in the top three. Ten. Nine. Zero. Zero. <laughs> Open your notepad. <laughs> Is Have you written down the rules of how to play? Yeah. Is that what you've done? Yeah. <laughs> One to ten. Agree, disagree. He did, he yes, did, two. Robbie did this last week because he gave ten and he meant to give a zero. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Very funny. Very funny. Like sitting, I just got to keep checking. Oh, yeah. Sitting two games outside the five. North or, or sorry, both teams sitting two sides yeah. out of the five. North Aubrey are a better chance to play finals than Lavington considering the Hoppers have done something Lavington haven't, claiming a top-five scalp. One. One. Three. Three. Bit of not there from you, Freaky. Um, the Ashes in England will dominate the TV screens more than the AFL will across the next two months. Ten. Bring it on the Poms. Ten. 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 <clears throat> An AFL-based question. Marlon Pickett should be allowed to play. He's in the prime of his career, and this process could drag out for a lengthy period of time. Marlon has the right to play. He's innocent until proven guilty, and Richmond should allow him to play. Eight. Ten. Five. Averaging 36 disposals, 18 of those contested, and 1.8 goals a game, Cam Ellis-Yolman is a lock for the Ovens and Murray team of the year. Ten. Nine. Yeah, 9.5. Fueled by Rob Egg's honey. Prime train has gone down with an ankle injury. The honey is not working for Prime. Ten. Ten. <laughs> One. <laughs> was, that a was, that a was that a bee go past your mind then, Robbie? Well, uh, let's go back to a couple. We saw what he did down at Wang Rovers. Yeah, yeah, one game. Well, Maybe he tried too honey, much honey yeah. after. Worked yeah. the first game and he tried too yeah. much the next. And yep. Yeah, the eight touches last week were really good. All, all, all agree that Cam Ellis-Yolman is, is a team of the year player. He's averaging uh, 18 contested possessions a game. He's number one for 
ground pickups in the competition as well. He's an absolute bull. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I think his clearance work, his contested stuff, he's next level to compared to what the O&M boys are probably used to. He's obviously played that role at AFL level and he's not long out of the system and he's doing a great job there. He probably just needs to get a little bit fitter from what I've heard. Yep. I haven't actually seen him play this year, but from what a few people that have gone and watched him, he's probably needs to cover the ground a little bit better and then he'll probably get an, he'll be averaging 45, they reckon, like because he just can't get outside that square. He sort of can't transition as well as others, but his work around the footy is unbelievable. He's been dominant for them. I, I was looking through his stats earlier this week on um, Premier Data. And I think he was like he's in the top three of their team stats in twenty different categories out of the thirty-five that they take for Raiders. So, what would he? There's not many other good ones there. Umpire abuse. Yeah. Hey, is he in the top three for umpire abuse? Oh, I'd That's have to. I'd category. have to check that one. Yeah, umpire's abuse. Is oh, that on there? Is it? It is. Wow. Yeah, umpire abuse. Wow. Everyone's watching. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> watching. But yeah, I think he'd be a lock for that team. I think if he's a he's a star, really. You think that a couple of games. Like obviously, last week he played a pivotal role, and earlier in the year when they almost knocked off Rovers as well, he was clearly the best on ground that game that day as well. So when he plays well and he's bit and firing, Raiders play generally play pretty well as well. Uh, Marlon Pickett, Richmond have banned him indefinitely with this court case to play out following some pretty serious alleged crimes, but. He's got a point to prove, Marlon, that he should be allowed to play innocent until proven guilty. What's your thoughts on the scenario, Mike? Yeah, I think he probably should be allowed to play. I know that NRL have that um, no-fault stand-down. They stand-down anyone if it's a, a sentence where you could get 10 years in jail. Um, but we've seen now there's been three players being stood down who have been found innocent. Um, so you know, Marlon could get off on a technicality. He could get off on a lot of things. He might even be innocent. We don't know that yet. You've got to let the process take its part. And he's still an employed person by the Richmond Football Club, so I feel he probably should be allowed to, to do his job and play football. And it, Obviously, as, we, as it's all been documented, there's obviously a very big case, an important case going on, but it's a way for him to break away from it and get some normality back in his life while all these things are, these things are going on and in, the back, in, in his background of his life. So I think... Being out there and being able to play, I think that'd be there'd be so many good things for him. He probably, if until we find out what actually happens, he probably appreciated more being around the club and being around the boys as well, and rather than being away from them, and not being able to run out with them on the weekends. Richmond probably won't let him go home for Christmas next year, will they? No, next Christmas, so. <laughs> if he's on the list. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a really sad, interesting one. Yeah, it is. It's sad and yeah. Mont and Freaky answered it very well. We all agree the Ashes will take precedence over the AFL for the next period of time. North Aubrey and Lavington both sit two games outside the top five. North Aubrey have done something Lavington haven't, and that's beaten a team above them on the ladder. But you boys still think uh, Lavington are a more realistic chance of playing finals? I think, yeah, I think Lavi probably, Lavi's best is, as we saw against Aubrey here last week, was pretty good. Um, they need, yeah, Lavington have got to do what North Aubrey done. They've got to knock over Rovers. And they've got a knock over with Dong. And if they do that, they'll probably be in the mix. And who know, I, I haven't seen North Aubrey yet. I haven't seen them play. So, But every, everyone I'm hearing from has said their improvement is remarkable. So, yeah, they, who knows? Would, it'd be a great story if they do. If they were pressing with two rounds to go, that'd be brilliant. Just a North Aubrey would on game in a few weeks is the big one now, isn't it? They're probably the ones that teetering the Bulldogs. Today. Oh, today, sorry. Um, yeah, that's probably that's the big teetering one, mate. isn't it? Like, mm. The Wodonga's probably the team. You look at the top five, yeah. they're the ones that could be on the, the wrong path. You know, they started the year really well, but they've probably dropped away, whereas other teams are starting to really lift, like Wangaratta and, yep. and those sorts of teams in the top five. So, yeah, you've got to think today's close. Well, they'll be barracking for North. A lot of clubs are going to be barracking for North Aubrey in these games. Like yeah, Lavington Lavi will be, be absolutely. Yeah. And then, then if sides, who are playing Wang Rovers? So, Wang Rovers and Wodonga both are not safe yet. Would be the biggest game... 
at Button Park in a long time, like the most important game North Aubrey have played at Button Park in a long time? I think so, because I think they're a realistic chance of winning it. I think that's the most mm. important part. It's the most yeah. magnitude of games, games had in the build-up, mm. but they're also a realistic chance today, Monty. Beat an outside chance, there's still a chance. Yeah, I think they're an outside chance. I'll pick Wodonga. I know mm. a couple of you boys have picked North Aubrey, but hey, the way they're moving the footy from all reports is unbelievable, North yeah. Aubrey. They transition yeah. the footy as good as anyone. I think that's just young youth that has been allowed to just play footy. They haven't had have too much structure around it. Obviously, they've got a method around the way they're playing yeah. footy, but there's not a lot of structure. They've just been told to go play footy. Mont, would they, they wouldn't have many travellers, would they, North? No, I don't think which, so. Which does oh, make a they... massive difference. If you're trying to get a bit of team uh, structure going, it, it's, it's a hell of an advantage. I know Sam Azai and Jackson Wiedemann um, do travel. They live in Melbourne for VFL. Josh Minogue's they're the only traveller yeah, that they have. Yep, he still yeah. he still resides in Melbourne. Well, Wiedemann apparently is going to be running the bench today for them. He I wouldn't be can't su- play. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes the field. Yeah. <laughs> Port yeah. Melbourne have said no. Yeah. Uh, Jeez, it's a risky game to play if you want to play another VFL game, isn't it? Yeah. You can't afford to upset them down there. Can't afford you? to upset no. them too much. Um, boys, we, we all agree that the Ashes is going to play out the way it will. Uh, Monty, you're pretty keen on the fact you gave it a 10 the Rovers are now out of the race to finish in the top three yeah I think the top three sides are back they have been for the last few years I think a lot of us thought that'd be the way um, it would be at the start of the year but we probably dropped off Wang a bit too quick after their first couple of rounds and they're, they're up and firing now and I think Yarrawonga, Aubrey and Wang are, are clearly the best three sides in it and I think the next pack has sort of tightened up amongst themselves a little bit with uh, Wang Rovers, Wodonga, and then obviously North Aubrey and Lavington all hot on their heels. So I feel the, other, the top three have really just separated themselves a bit. I think the only thing in Wang Rovers' favour is they, they, they heckle on Jai, Hyde, aren't they? Jekyll and Hyde. God, that went around all right. <laughs> yeah, they either they boom or bust. Yeah. And it's the makeup of their side makes them a bit uh, vulnerable in that situation. They could, we could see how well they played against Yarrawonga, what they did against Wang. And then we see what they've done against some of the lesser sides. So, if, I reckon it just comes back to my tipping. I've tipped them twice <laughs> yeah. and I've lost both of them. <laughs> it could be, Moss. Oh, but, uh, yeah, so, but that's, what, that's what makes them so intriguing. That's what I like about Raiders. You, you're just sort of not sure what you're going to get. Um, it, but that's a dangerous thing. Oh, no, uh, yeah. I think it says they're not putting enough time into the opposition come yeah. those games. They feel that that's yeah. just going to happen. Yeah. And I feel they go into those games, and I don't know whether it's coming from the yeah. coach or just the player thing, but it, subconsciously they're always yeah. just going, oh, we're going to roll over today. And... And it's not happening for them. If there are any chance of making the top three, they've obviously got to win the game next weekend when they obviously the big Wayne Derby next Sunday. Because obviously at the moment they are level on points with them. But I agree with you guys. I feel like the Magpies will end up in that top three. Well, from what I've seen over them the last month, I don't know if Rovers can reach that level. If, if Wayne play their best, I don't think Rovers can get to that same level that the Magpies can get to. I think the Mag- sorry, the Rovers are capable of playing that footy, but they're not capable of playing it for another eight games, which is the remainder yeah, yeah. of the season. Yeah, their best fair. is their Consistent. best is equally good enough, but they just yeah, cannot string it together. I don't think they're good enough to play it for four quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't feel, I don't think there's been a game, even the good games against Yarrawonga and that, there was times where Yarrawonga probably should have kicked away yeah. um, a couple of weeks ago. Probably should have been over at half time, uh, but Lee Williams had his yips going on. They missed they a couple of these ones. Absolutely, they did. So, you know, they lose that one. All of a sudden, they're really dropping away. But, yep. yeah, they can't play good footy four quarters at the moment, the Rovers. It's taken 11 rounds of home and away football for Fletcher Carroll to make his Sandful debut. He probably deserves, in my opinion, a bit more credit for sticking fat and not taking the easy option and coming home. Monty, but you disagree. I went one because he actually played last week, Gus. Oh, last week. <laughs> <a technicality. laughs> 
Uh, he was actually going to play about five weeks ago, and he did a hammy on the Thursday night. He got told he was playing and got, got injured at training. Stiff. Um, so, yeah, very stiff. He's probably played six or seven by now if he doesn't get injured. But, yeah, got did a hammy, obviously, three-week recovery, then had to play two more in the twos, and then he's got his chance. But I, I think, um, yeah, he deserves credit for staying. But, yeah, I disagreed because you got the question wrong, guys. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no, fair enough. don't. Now I'm going to give you a clip here, you. Yep. Don't <laughs> give him credit for staying and all that. He, that's what he should be doing. Yep. I agree. That's why it used to be. These days, people change happen. change jobs every second week and don't knuckle down to the task, Gus. So he's working hard there. He's going about what he should be doing. So it's to me, um, that, that question there is a non-event. And I reckon someone, I don't know he's my boss's kid, but Jake Creswell, he went over last year, played at South Adelaide, played three senior games, wasn't really enjoying it. He's gone to Norwood and he's playing seniors now there. He's stuck with it. He's done everything yeah. right and he's yeah. playing senior footy and he's loving it over there. So yeah. if you stick at it, the rewards will come. It's just exactly. that a lot of people these days want the rewards straight away, don't they, Robbie? They do straight away. It's that instant recognition and, and reward. For mine, Lockie Howe and Isaac Muller is the best Ruck battle uh, of the season, but you boys see it differently. Talk us through who you reckon might be the competing uh, ruckman. Well, we've seen Ibis a fair bit, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, I reckon Ibis is right up there. I, I love yeah. watching him and Lockie yeah. Hare. Oh, they didn't play the other week, yeah. Lockie. He missed out, but I reckon that one later on in the year is going to be a big one because Ibis has been fantastic yeah. both in the ruck and when he's gone forward. And Ibis, too, when he did his post match interview with Monty, <laughs> very cold weather in front of the the pavilion there had his jumper off. And Monty gave him a drive-by too. Yeah. Who, the Ibis? No, you yeah. gave him a drive-by. You said, and I'm paraphrasing, because I was, uh, uh, your brother's walking past, surprised that you can even put a sentence together. That's yeah. because Sammy said to me as I got off, I'm going to go over Ibis, and he goes, you sure? He can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a bit of a drive-by for a bit of fact to it. <laughs> he was good. No, I, I reckon Ibis is in that group. Yeah, Lockie. He's, he's in the three yeah. now. Yeah, but, yeah. And yeah. I heard you guys talk about it last week. Isaac Muller's had a good year, yeah. but I reckon he's dropped away a little bit from what he was doing at the Raiders. I don't think he's, his midfield is that good here that he's getting away from not hitting the hitouts. As, and this is, I'm stepping into a territory yeah. which is freakies, no. but I heard you talking about it last week that he's number one for hitouts, but hitouts to advantage. He's right down the pack and yeah. I feel that yeah if he's going to be the dominant ruckman what we know he should be Fair he call. should be the hit out to advantage should be up there or, I was going to say Mont do you also think that's a product of playing in a, in a better side so he probably doesn't stand out as much as what he used to at Raiders oh, I think his ruck work should still stand out like if you watch it closely I feel the, a good ruckman you know like, or Lockie Howe this year we've seen him a few times yeah. we've done a lot of Yarra games him and Willie Wheels connection it's just yeah. down his throat just over the top down his throat and they break yeah. through they set it up so well especially at Yarrawonga I don't know whether it's because it's smaller ground but the way they set up with him just comes through Harry Wheeler basically yeah. makes a bit of a, a bit of room for him they? yeah absolutely and Lockie Howe executes him to a tee because he's that good at his ruck craft now as a player around the ground Isaac's probably got him but as a pure ruckman and that's the battle I yeah. like to see not who gets more touches who you know goes forward and sneaks a goal it's what they do when they're rucking and, and the other, sorry Gus yeah. the other one with that to keep an eye on too uh, is Will Christie at Wang Rovers he, he had a really good third quarter against Sharawonga yeah. and got where they set up a lot of clearances didn't yep. he Mont absolutely and, and Toby actually was playing centre forward kicked a couple of goals so he's another one to watch and apparently he was Rovers standout player last week in that loss to North Albury so, good player yeah good player. Uh, he he adds a lot to him, Gussie. He's well worth looking at. Yeah, I tend to agree. I just think the issue is going to be he's going to play too much of AFL yeah. footy. I yeah, think. I mean, I can finals. see why. Yeah. Uh, and the other one was Aubrey versus... This is actually a panda question. Aubrey versus Yarrawonga is the best rivalry in the Ovens of Murray. For my opinion, I think the Wangaratta derby is the fiercest of the rivalries, but keen to hear your thoughts. 
I agree, and I feel Anzac Day, Albury, North Albury, doesn't matter where North Albury's yeah. sitting, I love that rivalry. And same with the Wodonga Derby, I feel they're probably a little bit better. I know the last 10 years with the grand finals and the preliminary finals at Albury and Yarra have been in, um, spices up a little bit, but I yeah. feel, you know, those local derbies are the ones that really, really set the, the crowd alight. Yeah. Yeah, I think they, they've, they have been great rivals, these two teams. But, um, yeah, I'll probably that Wang Derby of late, of recent times, that's had the most build up yeah. to it I reckon and and hey it's going to have that next Sunday isn't it it's yeah. got to, they're talking about it already yeah well, you got to remember that uh, Ben Reid got put in too so might have a bit more spice too from round one so yeah that was been mentioned in dispatches yeah absolutely that's the Saturday scorecard done and dusted Ray White rule around the grounds in the SSNA ovens and Murray netball <laughs> All right, number one, round 10, the split round. The Aubrey Tigers versus Yarrawonga Pigeons is the biggest and best rivalry in the SSNA Ovens of Murray. You first, Luke. Um, two. Seven. Two. Number two, and we'll come back and we'll debate a few of these as well at the end of the segment. Number two, Lockie Howe versus Isaac Mullet will be the best ruck duel of the season. Uh, Lockie Howe and Isaac Muller. Isaac Muller will be the best ruck duel of the season. Ten. Ten. Nine. There you go. All in agreement there. Number three, former Aubrey Tiger Fletcher Carroll makes his Sandfield debut today. Fletch deserves more credit than he is getting for sticking it out following nine reserves games. Many would have come home already. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Five. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's sitting on that little oh, fence. We got in the box, dude. <laughs> the, picket, the picket fence is just poking through the bum. I can see that, Chris. So, number four. No cake corns here. Aubrey, number four. Aubrey were foolish in challenging the two-week ban on Michael Duncan for his late clash with Macahallows. Take the one week next time, Dunks. I uh, didn't see it. Can't give you a score. Uh, I didn't mind the challenge. Yeah. Ten. I didn't see. Oh, either. sorry. No, zero. Can zero. you read the question out sorry. again? Aubrey were foolish in challenging the two-week ban on Michael Duncan for his late clash with Macahallows. Take the one week next time, Dunks. No, I didn't see it, but um, yes, I'd probably say an eight. Panda, you'll have to give us a score on this one. Ah, uh, I just think take the one week. So yeah, I'm giving. Okay. I'm giving a ten. Following yet another shock loss to a side that won't play finals, the Rovers are now out of the race for the top three. Oh, gee. Uh, eight. Yeah, nine. Well, a ten, Just but a I think North Albury is still the chance of finals, so you're hang wrong on, there. Hang on, hang on. Number oh, six. Boy, controversial. <laughs> Both sitting two games outside of the five. North Albury are a better chance to play finals considering they have achieved something Lavi haven't, claiming a top five scalp. Oh, gee, that, that's one. hard. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, Dan. My apologies. Fence hit a five. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go two. Better chance? Better chance. I'm going to go a seven. Okay. Number seven. The Ashes in England will dominate our TV screens more than AFL will over the next two months. Oh, oh that is laughable. <laughs> Minus five. Oh, plus ten. Zero. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I like it. This is a controversial one. We were speaking about this during the break. AFL-based question. Marlon Pickett should be allowed to play. 
He is in the prime of his career, and this could drag out for a lengthy period of time, innocent until proven guilty. Oh, that's that's hard, that one. Um, score? Yeah, okay, eight. Yeah, I'm going to go eight. Two. Let's circle we'll back to that We'll come back one. to that one. Yeah. Averaging 36 disposals, 18 contested, so half contested, and 1.8 goals a game. Cam ellis Yolman is a team of the year midfielder. Oh, come on, this is the easiest question uh, of all. Three. Three, Luke? Three. Yep. Okay, we'll come back to this. Um, yeah, I don't think it's as clear-cut as you think. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go... I'm probably going to be a fence sitter. I'm going to go six. Eight. Last one, and my favourite question. Fueled by Robbie's Honey. Prime Train has gone down with an ankle injury. The honey is not working for the Prime Train. Okay. Is he having the honey on the toast? <laughs> or is he rubbing it on the ankle? Who knows what he's doing, Luke? What's the remedy? Uh, so, sorry, Pan. The actual question in the end was, is fueled, it working? Fueled by Robbie's Honey. Fueled by it, yeah. Prime Train has gone down with an ankle injury. The honey is not working for the prime train. I reckon, oh, just quietly, I reckon there's a lot not working for the prime train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, yeah, he had 26 disposals and two goals. Great great goal. goal. It's only taken him nine rounds. Okay. Um, You're not a fan? I don't know if it's the honey, so I'll say three. Yeah, I don't know if it's the honey either, three. <laughs> Chris? Uh, so the honey's not working. Well, he, I think the honey worked against Yarrawonga. Um, he had yeah. two jars. He didn't, have, it, he didn't have the honey that week. Yeah. Five. <laughs> Five. Okay, let's go back to let's go back to the first question. You said two for the Aubrey Tigers versus Yarrawonga is the biggest and best rivalry in the SSNA. Oh, it's undoubtably the Wang Derby between the Maggies yeah, and the Rose. That, that's what I was doesn't matter where they yeah, are yep, on the ladder. Yep. You don't know who's going to win. Uh, Agreed. I I agree that that's probably one of the biggest rivalries. But I also reckon the grand finals that Aubrey and Yarra played off. If you go by two great teams. That's huge as well. That's they have some great clashes. Hundred percent. I reckon. Yeah. I agree with Mitchie that the Wang Derby is huge, but I reckon it's just as huge. What 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 other one did we really? Uh, I guess. Uh, can we go back to the Cam Ellis Yolman? Okay. Because you we, we can. thought we, it was obviously the can, easiest question ever. We can go back to the Cam Ellis Yolman. He's been one. very very good, but averaging thirty six disposals, yeah. eighteen of those contested, and almost two goals a game. Cam Ellis Yolman is a team of the year midfielder. Well, I think the you're discrediting the one game. Yeah, I think you're discrediting the other midfielders in this league who are just as good. I think is yeah, yeah that, that's, that's why he's on a walk up. That was doesn't fantastic. mean they're not as good. It just means he's in there. That well, that was I don't my, know if it's I, I, cut, I, I came from the same angle yeah. as Dan. I, I my perspective was it was a little disrespectful to the other mid to other midfielders. Yeah. But um, and I actually thought he'd missed more than one game. I didn't. Re- I, yeah, thought I thought he missed two. Yeah, I thought he missed two. I think he missed yeah. the one game with a hamstring injury. He had a very quiet game uh, against North Albury here. Might have been, he was yeah. clearly hampered by that hamstring injury that he's now over, um, and he's playing some seriously good football. So um, I think uh, I think a ten. I think he's. Yep. he's I think he's a lot. I'm, I'm agreeing I think with he's, you. I think he's a lot. I think I think I said six. So I think he's probably. If he's be fit, there, he's, think, he's yeah. in there. He's a, he's a well, starter. Well, that's that's actually the question. Again, you can't claim a six. I did for that one. Hey. <laughs> what about question number six? Um, I'm not. Sure, I can't remember what you gave for this one, but both sitting two games outside the five. North Albury are a better chance to play finals, considering they have achieved something Lavi haven't, claiming a top five scalp. Both sides are three and five. Yep. Uh, Lavington's percentage is clearly better than North Albury's by yep. about 26%. So for me, I think this is probably a two. I think Lavington is still a better chance than playing finals than North Albury. Um, North Albury still have a long way to go. Yeah, and that twenty six percent is still. I reckon that's an extra game. Yeah, and I them. think, and I agree with you, Pan. I don't think. Uh, look, don't get me wrong. 
I love what North are doing. I really love the club, North Aubrey. But I think they're still... We don't want to get carried away too early. I think they're playing good football. They probably need to knock off Wodonga today, and then we're going to have to start looking at them a little bit closer, Laddie. Yeah, ask, ask us in a couple of weeks whether or it's not a flash, <laughs> flash in the pan or not. And let's be fair, Rovers aren't Aubrey, and Lavi only lost by yeah. a point. So Inconsistent outfit That was a pretty good Rovers. effort, I reckon, by Lavington not to get the chocolates there. And let's see if uh, North can live up to their hype. There's a bit of pressure on them today, and that's something they haven't had yet. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. There was one point in that question being totally different. And that was obviously um, Lavington playing uh, the Tigers. So, uh, you know, a, a point would have changed the entire question. Uh, I want to go back to one more before we take a break here on pregame as we build up towards North Albury and Wodonga. The Ashes in England. You said a plus oh, 10. Mate. Dan, you'll be Absolutely. watching the Ashes over the AFL. Whereas Luke said minus five. You're not a fan of the cricket, Lukey? No, look, doesn't. I'm a massive sports fan, but I, look, I'm not a huge cricket fan, I will say. You must I, suck I'm at backyard not, cricket then. Uh, no, I actually can't go too You must get bowled by Nen all the time. Oh, I had to put up with some pretty savage dogs over the other side of my day. Uh, look, fair of it. The view I want to have is cricket's had its tough years, but there's nothing more traditional and greater than an Ashes oh, series. Whether it's in Australia oh, or England, damn. it is just unbelievable. Well, you, you'd rather watch the Ashes than watch Hawthorne? No. I'll, the, uh, Hawthorne. That was, that was the great question. question. Hold on. Great I'll question. be watching one game. Over I'm the Ashes, Dan. I'll, I'll be, be watching, watching my Hawks, I'll and that's wa- it. I'll be watching Essendon play. Yep, and then it'll be Ashes, the Ashes oh, for mine. Yeah. It's a good AFL game of much. I was that. enthralled last and I do night. Love it. I might I was, flick between. I was <laughs> enthralled last night with what we saw at Edge Baston. You got the Great Baz stuff. ball, the Baz yeah. ball, and the way the the England's you got Scotty B are taking it on oh. up against the best side in the world Come and on, play Luke. more traditional Luke. And you got a boring Brisbane versus Sydney game on a Friday night. They didn't kick a goal for fifteen minutes, Luke. I can't put the footy. I can't put the footy behind the cricket. I'm, I'm sorry, Panda. But what I will tell you is, uh, Carlton, if they lose tomorrow versus the Gold Coast, <laughs> they'll, into they'll, the they'll, be, they'll be burning the goalposts and having their own Ashes series. I tell you now, it, it, it'll be... You practiced oh, that one, didn't you? That's cool. A oh. few blokes might need to take up cricket, I reckon, from Carlton. I think <laughs> so. Pre-game, uh, Elders Insurance and Elders Rural here on 15663 and E 